Welcome to Kick-Ass Radio, hosted by Joe Sainsbury, founder of Kick-Ass Women. Join Joe over the next hour as she shares stories and conversations that are both inspiring and empowering. Having spent over 30 years in the corporate sector, Joe Sainsbury kicked off her heels and became a coal train driver working in the rail and mining industry. It has been her goal ever since to empower and support women who are considering a career change into an industry role, making the transition as smooth as possible. Joe is a walking, talking success story of how taking the plunge into industry can open up a world of opportunity. And you can do it too. If you're a woman working in industry or considering a career change, this is the radio station for you. Let's get into this episode of Kick-Ass Radio. Hey there, Glowgetters. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Radio Show. Am I excited for today's show? You bet your kick-ass I am. Now, every person struggles with problems differently on an individual level with varying degrees of difficulty. Outside help in the form of therapy can be a great source of help in dealing with these issues. However, there are times when the problems are not individually rooted. They stem from or are caused by tumultuous family dynamics. Now, these types of conflicts are best resolved by familiar intervention, a method of improving communications and interactions amongst the family members who are involved and the whole family in total. Family therapy seeks to include every member of the family, from the immediate to the extended, in order to identify the source of their distress and their issues and eliminate it in the least confrontational way possible. Now, it can involve parents, siblings, and maternal or paternal um, cousins, uncles, aunts, and even grandparents. But therapy for the whole entire family is based on an extensive framework that takes into consideration the opinions and views of every person in the family. So the sole purpose of family therapy is to allow families to power through the challenges and the tough times, helping them emerge as a stronger unit on the other side. So no parent deliberately wants to bring up sad or fearful children. We need to be aware, not scared. But how do we stop the cycle? Well, well-being in one's personal life directly correlates and has an impact on their well-being and performance in their professional life also. We frequently come across frazzled and overwhelmed parents. So if you want your family to be more connected, less confrontational, more courageous, less fearful, more joyful, less anxious, more more self-loving, kinder, less stressed and live a better life, you need to listen in on today's show. Are you tired and frustrated of having to repeat what you say or feeling unheard? Do you feel exhausted most of the time? These are a lot of of things and a lot of feelings we all uh, come across in our everyday life, and especially as parents and as family. Are you or your children stuck on their mobile phones? Is social media taking over your life or has it taken over your life? Have your children stopped communicating with you? Is your work getting in the way of your home life? Are you looking for a way to connect more as a family? Have you forgotten how to laugh and really laugh, the kind of laugh that gives you a natural facelift? Now, we should have them all the time. Today on Kick-Ass Radio, we are going to find out about creating our happy families with our effervescent guest, Lisa Fogarty, of Creating Happy Families. And we are going to learn a little more of the keys to creating a happy family and how we can improve communication, how to build resilience, 
overcome adversity, and help with self-esteem. Loving each other is easy when you know how each of you want to be loved. And that's a big statement. Lisa Fogarty is an internationally recognised author and motivational speaker with a reputation of engaging an audience during and well after her events. Her positivity is electrifying and you will find that out firsthand. She is known for her plug and play simplicity, embracing everyone she connects with into her life's work of helping people to live a life full of fun and adventure and overcoming fear. Now, an award-winning leader and mentor, teaching her Bolt methodology, she is changing the way people of all ages feel about themselves, their life, career and their businesses. Lisa is the new age Mary Poppins, popping into your life at just the right time with her imagination and a bag of tricks. Now, she understands how to help you be happier, healthier and more balanced in your relationships creating the perfect environment to bring families together. Now, Lisa delivers bespoke adventures to bring you closer to the life of your dreams, as if by magic. So having been homeless more than once, bullied and deceived, Lisa draws on all of her life experiences and her belief that being 100% responsible for your own life is the best way to live a life full of learning and adventure. So today on the show, we are going to find out all about how we create our happy families. And Lisa's going to work with us through the show and tell us all about her co-founded business, Creating Happy Families. And Lisa is a trusted thought leader and sought-after workshop facilitator, and she works with major Australian international associations and is a frequent speaker at business forums. So we're going to find out as much as we can off Lisa today. You are listening to the Kick-Ass Radio Show Kickstart, where we talk about all things women working in non-traditional roles and in businesses in very male-dominated industries, and I tell you how it is. I'm your host, Joe Sainsbury, The Glow Getter. I hope we can keep you in good company over the coming hour. A huge shout-out to all the women out on track and on site today. May you stay safe and have a great shift. And this might also be a good time for a trigger warning that today's show may and does contain some adult language. All right, let's get into it. Welcome, Lisa. Wow, Joe, where do I go from there? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me on board today. I can hear the tracks, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. It reminds me of being on my grandfather's knee, my pop's knee. We used to uh, talk about the little train that could you excite me knowing, Joe. My little tummy is going crazy right now. Thank you we for having are, me. Thank you for coming on. And I've, I was going to refer to that little um, poem later on, so we'll, we will we'll, we'll revisit that later on because uh, it caught my attention in your in um, in your book. All right, Lisa. Um, thanks again. Welcome to Kick Ass Radio. We thank you for sharing some of your valuable time with us today. And I know you're super busy, but I also know we are going to absolutely and thoroughly enjoy your company today and learn some great advice off you. So to kick things off, firstly, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career journey thus so far. No worries. Well, I think you gave away a lot there in that lead up. However, I think a lot of the listeners might be really interested in in knowing what gives me the privilege of 
talking to them about families and creating families. I was told at the age of 15 that I was not going to be a mum and uh, that devastated me. So my career as a mother started at the age of 19 when I fell pregnant. So unexpectedly and that actually turned a career as a merchant banker so Australia's first female merchant banker as a gold dealer in WA when uh, the night of celebrating a promotion in a very male-dominated role I was promoted to a merchant banker gold dealer going to Toronto in Canada I was um dancing on the boardroom table, literally in high heels, <laughs> drinking Chateau de Rothschild, my first experience with champagne, champagne and then yeah. vomiting into the <laughs> into the wastebasket uh, that at three o'clock in the morning, the following morning, only to find out I was pregnant. So I had a massive decision to make and that was work or child. And I chose child. And uh, that was my very first turning point in, okay, career or family. And ever since, I've had many, many, many chances to make that decision. I've only had two children, let's put that into perspective. But um, from that moment, I've always reflected what comes first, work or family. And I've had to make that decision many, many times. So I started out as a gold dealer, then ended up a mum. And then from there, I went into sales. So I've worked in retail. So so this doesn't go on for 15 hours. I'll try and put it into a little nutshell. But I, um, I went into sales. So I've worked in retail. Uh, so I started out in a male-dominated industry, then popped into retail, worked in uh, shoes. I have a big passion for shoes. <laughs> As uh, we then all I... do. <laughs> um, yeah, not work boots, me though, but anyway, <laughs> um, high heels are mine. Um, went into shoes and then I went into banking. I love money. Then I went into automotive, so then popped myself into another male-dominated role. And uh, I like to prove myself. We'll get into that a little bit later. Mm. Um, went into automotive, then back into banking and insurance, and then um, back into automotive again where I kind of stuck for a really long time. And a lot of leadership roles, but any people, always communication. It always ended up being, I would always want to work with the underdog. Like, why is that person being bullied? Why is that person not getting what they deserve? Why is that person sitting back on the sidelines? They have so much talent. They don't believe in themselves. They could be so much more. So then I would create positions. So every single job I had, I always created out of nothing because I could see something better for someone else and then it evolved into something else, which leads me to what I do today, which is creating better thinkers, communicators and experiences in the workplace. And, um, yeah, so now we do that with people in their families, which is actually a workplace, let's face it. I hope that answers your question. It does, and it's a very vast and formidable career with absolutely outstanding achievements under your belt and not only being recognised as a top-ranked sales professional, like you said, you've got over 30 years um, sales success and um, you've been recognised for achieving and contributing to record-setting sales. So that's, you know, that's a great acknowledgement and achievement. And we know, and I know you personally, your passion is people and you are... (laughs) 
very your your passion is very infectious and it, it grows and attaches on everyone so it's 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 lovely to see and it's um we know oh i know that's where success comes from with you as soon as someone meets you you're actually imprinted on them with that passion and um and we love you for your high level of energy and passion so um Let's talk about um, you being an internationally recognised author and motivational speaker. What led you to becoming an author and a public keynote speaker? How did, how did that come about? Well, Joe, um, like most things, it's a, it's a life turn of event, actually. Um, my husband... <sighs> emotions, aren't they fabulous? Mm-hmm. My husband was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And uh, I've been married 21 years to my second husband. So, yeah, I've been through some marriages. Um, Only two. I don't know why I say some. But anyway, maybe the first one feels like three. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole other story there. Um, That probably gives me the qualifications to help others through that turmoil. Uh, My husband, back to him, he was diagnosed with um, prostate cancer. And, in fact, he was given a choice of uh, doing something now or only having three months to live. And I was in a very high position in a corporate role in senior management running a national team. And I was given the choice of going home and looking after him or uh, remaining in my role and allowing him to do the treatment on his own and uh, having our daughter who she's, you know, she was in her mid-20s. Um, to continue looking after him while I travelled around the country. And it was one of those moments in life again, family or work, and uh, I chose him. And what happened was we decided to create our consulting business right there and then. And to launch a consulting business meant that I needed to be known immediately internationally and the best way to do that is to speak to get on stage so I enrolled in speaking lessons now I have been a facilitator for large this very large corporate for many many years so I'd been um, a workshop person I've been teaching uh, learning and development for more than 20 years so talking wasn't a problem but constructing it in a way that I was marketing myself because to actually have someone believe in me rather than me believing in them was the complete opposite for me. I, to market myself was not, never my intent. So to learn that, I went to America and I actually took Winona and, and Rob with me uh, in tow while he was having treatment because they were my support system and I could look after them. So that's where I launched myself and had thousands of people support me and uh, came back to Australia and off we went. Now, those same people, as in the clients in Australia, that with, look, I was working for one of the big four banks and Mm. they had a lot of clients that I used to, with the team, look after that immediately when they found out what I was going through with my family, they started supporting me and they were my very first clients. And they're still my clients today. Five years later. Oh, by the way, Rob's still with us. He survived, and uh... <laughs> yes, and that's exactly right. And we'll have a little chat about him later on too. So it's um, consistency, and it's outstanding to see um, where you where you've built this business up to. Um, you've got the ability to transform any corporate conference that we've we've, we've heard about, 
and um, you are a catalyst for positive change. So what's a typical day? possible, Joe. It is, and that's exactly right, as long as you take the action, isn't it? Like anything is possible as long as we ourselves take the action. So what's a typical day in the life of a success strategist like yourself? Talk us through a typical day for you and your business. All right, well, hold your horses here because I live on a boat. You potentially, if you've ever been on a yacht, this is what the inside of a yacht looks like. But this is my design, Joe. okay? 20 years, uh, this, is, this was a dream what for Rob and I. It's what we wanted. So um, I wake up around 4 o'clock. I know that sounds like, yeah, sure. But I don't get out of bed then, <laughs> all right, because where I sleep, Rob is on the outside, and for me to climb over him, I would wake him. So I meditate, and I meditate until he wakes, which is usually 6 (laughs) o'clock. So that's a good couple of hours of dreaming (laughs) and plotting and planning. So this creative mind goes berserk, two hours of, okay, now I'm ready to go. By the time he wakes up, I'm pushing him out of bed, and I'm ready to write and get everything out. I do not have my phone anywhere near me in that bedroom because otherwise people, the phones would, everyone else's phones would be pinging like crazy. So rule number one, no phone near the bed. All right, Rob then gets up. He has to leave the boat to go shower and everything because we live in a marina and we don't pollute the water around us. Mm. So that gives me time to make his smoothie because I like him to eat healthily and everything. I remember his immune system is not so good. It's good. And I make his lunch. All right, sounds pretty boring now for a success strategist, doesn't it? Aha, (laughs) now the fun begins because what happens is I'm full of energy. I've done my wifey things. I know my husband's ready and he's set up for success for the day. But it's all in the planning because I set up with that end goal in mind. I have a mission. My mission is to make sure that I at least help two people a day get to where they are, to where they want to be. So, and that's not by actually having two people in my diary that I work with. I have at least four or five people in the diary that I'm working with, whether that be a a client uh, in Adelaide or America or uh, the UK, whatever, that doesn't matter. I could be working all the way through into the night. I'm talking about a walking, talking human being that's out on the island. So I have to get out and about. And go. Yep. So I need to schedule that in. I have 20 min- I have an hour of power for Lisa. You don't get this energy just from sitting still. So I have 20 minutes of reading every day, 20 minutes of meditation. Now, you know I've just done two hours of meditation. That's all the dreamy stuff. This is for me to actually relax because otherwise I'm a heart attack waiting to happen because I've got lots of energy. Now, if you're only listening to this, you're probably thinking, whoa, slow down, girlfriend. You're watching this? I'm jumping through the screen right now. Okay, and then there is 20 minutes of stretching because I'm sitting a lot of the time in front of this darn computer. Now, once upon a time, I was on a plane. I was going visiting places. I'm walking into a business and I'm, ta I'm here. And they're like, oh, my God, we're doing yeah, but they be she's here, we've got her energy when she's leaving, so we can come back down again. <laughs> I am the energizer. As you mentioned, Mary Poppins. I'll pop in, I'll give you what you need, and I'll pop out. 
but it's all in the follow-up, Joe. So what happens after that, I will then do all my follow-up from the day before with the end in mind. I will yeah. tap in with all the people that I've contacted the day before and make sure they really did get to where they wanted to go. So, yes, I'm busy, but I'm busy doing my mission, exactly what I want to do. And then Rob comes home and he goes, what happened today? And then we share our dream again and we start again, all with our dreams in mind. Excellent. What we're planning next. And and it is, and you'd need that meditation time. And I know um, I've only got involved with the woo-woo of meditation in the last in the last uh, twelve to fourteen months, and I do appreciate it now. It wasn't that I I didn't appreciate it beforehand, but I just had never been introduced to it as um, as involved as what I am now. So I do my morning uh, ritual meditation. It's fifteen minutes as soon as I get out of bed, and I can honestly say it does make a hell of a difference to your day, doesn't it? To your mindset, how you go about. Um, <laughs> presenting yourself for the day and what you want to accomplish. So the woo-woo has got me. Hey, and, why do you um, call it woo-woo? It, it was just something that I, it, I always used to call it. I just thought used to think it was like, ooh, woo-woo, that's, you know. <laughs> that's for crazy people, hey? <laughs> yeah, well, not crazy, but it was just like, yeah, it's a bit too freaky for me. Um, ah, okay, so I used to think meditation was for people to wind down, whereas I use it to wind up. Oh. <laughs> but in the morning I use it to actually oh look I'm even doing that um <laughs> I use it I use it to get my brain stimulated and allow all the thoughts to come through so that I can take action it's taking action is actually about allowing your brain to to do what it needs to do so some yeah. people need their brain to slow down other people need their brain to be free and let it out so there is actually methodology around it. And a lot of people say to me, can you teach me how to meditate? And I'm like, sure, let's do it together. And they'll sit there and they go, it's not working. I go, what's not working? What's your expectation of meditation? Meditation can literally be you sit there for five minutes and go, okay, I'm done. And I go, cool, you're done. We had a little boy sit on our boat the other night on the bottom step underneath the tender so the little boat you know the boat you zoom around on in the water literally underneath it because it's on the back and while his parents were sitting on board we're just having a chat which is what creating happy families is all about and he sat there cross-legged in zen mode don't even know who taught him that and 15 20 minutes later they said where's our son i said oh he's just down there meditating and they're like when's he going to come back and i said i don't know and they said could you ask him to come back and I literally in my little tiny Lisa voice said hey and I used his name I'll keep this secret for now um when you're ready softly open your eyes come back to us here on the boat and then he just dropped his little arms came back and he crawled back up on the boat and he went oh thank you Lisa you're the only one that could have brought me back from that and I'm thinking (laughs) okay and I said what did you do and he said Absolutely nothing. It was beautiful. It was peaceful. I blocked you all out because you were annoying me. <laughs> Excellent. So it, 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 and it does work. And that's exactly the purpose of it is to block out all that outside noise, focus on your inner, inner frame and um, just, yeah, just rest. Put your mind at rest. 
and and take that we could teach children joe to do that when the parents are having an argument because they need to express how Mm. they're feeling imagine if we could teach children just to go do you know what my parents need to lash this out they need to i don't need to hear this so i'm just going to go sit on the couch in the same room and i don't need to hear this so i'm just going to meditate how cool would that be it would be peace of mind for them yes so is this where um, I want to come back to the performance circle with uh, sure. you and Rob. So tell us about the performance circle and that, and that business. Performance circle is a consulting firm that uh, has been around since the, when Rob uh, needed help and I needed to still have an income coming in but security because he wanted to know if he was never around that I wouldn't be relying on external. I didn't need a job. Mm. I needed Lisa career, that I believed in myself, that I knew my own talents, that I actually owned me, not someone else owning me. And that, yeah. that was the crux of it. So Performance Circle actually brings on board everybody else anybody else that wishes to come within that company so we have accountants um other professionals that are that want to work with any one of our clients so if someone i i I can elaborate a little further there so we have psychologists um we might have real estate agents we might have like you literally think of any other industry anybody else that can come into the performance circle because one of our clients needs help with something else. We have all of those people within our performance circle that we can offer to you as a client. As a, as a resource and as a and resource. Training. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. So, but we don't like, it's just, it's part of our performance circle. You are mm-hmm. part of our performance circle, Joe, because you are someone that we know. So we're yes. constantly looking for, collaboration of people to work with to offer help to others so we want to get people from where they are to where they want to be now creating happy families is part of performance circle the bolt methodology is part of performance circle so everybody wherever they're working whether that be in their family unit in their job as an entrepreneur whatever they're doing in life they want to perform at something. They want mm. to find their passion. They want to be them. Sometimes they don't know what that is and they need help. Mm. And I know you say, I know you say, um, you state that performance possibilities are hidden within organisations, existing management and team members, and they are. And a lot of that's a lot of the times overlooked, isn't it? Like a lot of workers, uh, employees' potential is never reached because they are overlooked. So to bring all of that performance out is is a is a great um, a great technique to to be able to teach and to draw that out of those organisations and their management teams. That's right. So sometimes it's not one person can draw that out though. Mm. So we we don't think that we are like Rob and I are the only ones that can do that. So we draw on other people's expertise yep. to do it. So when, for example, there's a oh, there's a client that we've had for for the whole time since Hello, and right now we've morphed with what we do with them, and we constantly 
suggesting different people to come in and help their people because we've noticed in talking with them, we there's, what is there? There's 16 people that I'm currently doing one-to-one private consultations with. With, yeah, wow. Once a month, I spend 45 minutes on a chat like what we're doing right now, yeah. and they literally can talk to me about anything, whether it's home, personal, work-related. It could be to do with frontline management, sales, um, customer complaints. It doesn't matter because it's so diverse what yeah. the areas where we've both worked, where Rob or I have both worked. It might even be something you could help them, Joe. I could just say to them, look, I've got this lady, Joe. She she's a coal train driver. She she's battled life through. She knows exactly what she's talking about. I'm gonna get her to talk to you next week. This employer like an outreach, knows, isn't it? This employer, he knows that his people in talking with me instead of him, they're going to get the help that they need because I'm listening rather than telling. Mm, Whereas if they went to their boss and said, I had a crap night last night at home, my wife's not understanding why I stayed back till 10 o'clock just to help you. Instead of that employee complaining to their wife and then the wife being resentful to their workplace, they're talking to me. And then I'm going to the boss, the owner of the business, and saying, do you know what? Joe Bloggs actually needs some help in their home life. Can I recommend that you go and get coaching here for them? Yeah. And then they actually do that for them, which is phenomenal because they don't even need to talk to the employee about it and the employee is not worried about their job being jeopardised. Nice, yeah. Or or having to confide fully with their, their one-up or their manager or whatnot. And it's- because it's really none of their business. It's it's not, no, but we need to be aware of how our employees are feeling and if they do need that that outreach, yes. Support. It's um you you yeah, and the the, uh, the ability to be able to provide it, that's an excellent service to to provide to your to your workers. Um and I know like I resonate with that with that process because um we need more awareness and implementation of these services in our workplaces. And we need to have those conversations and we need to implement processes and put um, those processes into action to create, as we say, we're going to create a happy workplace, a happy medium. There's there's not many strategists, though, that are very good at listening. Mm. They usually have an ulterior motive. They're usually trying to sell a package. They, They go, oh, I've got this training package or I've got this, um, workplace that I want to get in there and and if I can find two or three people that need it now we need to deliver it to your whole team mm. what we do is completely different to that it's actually bespoke and it's to each individual person yeah so for example there's 14 or 16 people including actually the business owner is part of this and every single consultation is bespoke to that person. That's and then they can contact me because two people a day walking and talking, whatever they need. They literally can SMS, uh, send me a video, they can talk. But this actually goes into their home. So there's 
whole families are now having consultation over the dinner table with Rob and I sitting here on the boat at while they're eating their dinner at 6.30 at night and saying, hey, Dad's just come home. He's grumpy because he's late home for dinner and Mum's at home. We're talking to the kids going, so how does that make you feel? Well, Dad's grumpy, but we're happy that he's home. We don't care that he's late. And then Dad's sitting there going, really? You don't care? But they didn't have that conversation because so it's just before. shitty. Mm. Yeah. And isn't it just until a bit of realisation or it's put in front of you um, and you realise those things and you, you, you sound it out and if everyone's okay with being open and honest, what a wonderful way it turns out, doesn't it? And it, and it creates that, that better habit and that new routine. So you're creating a new, a new healthier habit in communication so that's you know that's a winner there so with your career your outstanding career and your businesses has there been any major influences or mentors that have contributed to your success and if so how have they been of impact and influence to you all right let's talk about success (laughs) i've had many um mentors success comes in many different ways it depends on what you interpret success to be success to me is failure so I've failed many times and if we actually look at a lot of the most successful people in the world Joe they've actually successed tremendously (laughs) and and I follow I follow that um that analogy too like Failure creates success. It's so true. And when you say, look at the look, the major big entrepreneurs like Richard Branson, Elon Musk, all of those kind of people, Warren Buffett, they are they they have all failed miserably at first, but that has created their success. They learn by failure, and we all learn by failure, definitely. Yeah. My biggest mentor in life, uh, and I mentioned him earlier, was my pop. Yeah. He passed when I was fifteen. And that's when I ran away from home. And that that was probably my biggest failure was um, running away from home and forgetting really where my bread was buttered and the fact that I did have a loving family. And um, I guess that's why I one of my biggest passions with creating happy families is actually helping our future leaders being understood. And as a teenager that, do you know what, when I don't want to help you, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I'm still trying to figure out what is going on in my own mind. Um, And when I lost my pop, I thought it was because I'd done something wrong. And as crazy as that sounds, I, I was anorexic. I, was bullied at school. I, I thought I'd failed and I ran away from home. I was homeless. and But then my real failure was actually running away from my children mm. and choosing my job. And I lost my kids yeah. later on. Yeah, it, even though I just told you at the start of the interview that at 15 at that exact same time I was told I couldn't have kids and then mm. a short four years later I'm pregnant. And I chose children and then for uh, seven years later or whatever, I actually ran away from the kids and I put myself in a homeless situation again. To me, that was a massive failure. But the mentor I found right there and then is my now husband. Yeah. And he is the biggest influence in my life. Right. Robert is 
phenomenal. And listeners, if there's nothing else you do, you need to look up who Robert Fogarty is because he <laughs> uh, he's my bond. Seriously, this man, if you can find something he hasn't done, you're doing really well because he, he, he knows no fear. Like this book uh, that we're talking about, our workshops, our adventures yeah. and everything, it's actually about getting over fear. The reason why he is my biggest influencer is my whole life has been led by fear. Mm -hmm. And yet he doesn't even know what fear is. So you couldn't get two different people uh, helping create happy families. So he's come from the happiest family. My family's fabulous and I have a happy family, but I just didn't know it, if that makes sense. And and a lot of... A lot of a lot of teenagers find them find themselves in that particular scenario, don't they? They're still trying and to find themselves, and the pressures of home are, are caving in on them, and they um, instinctively shut the family out and go their own way um, to to come back and to learn some hard life lessons when they're out, and they come back home, and that's you know the appreciation of family and home um, there and then. Well, They really do, Joe, and some of them never, ever do learn the appreciation of home. In fact, they prefer to be, um, dare I say it, the victim, Mm. that they end up loving what what they've got. Um, And I potentially would have stayed in that cycle if it wasn't for coming across Rob. Um, But that's my tenacity. So I, I learnt from those failures. I learned and and it took it's taken I've been married 21 years next week with Rob uh, it's our wedding anniversary we're going on a massive adventure I'm looking forward to sharing <laughs> that next week because uh, everything we do is an adventure and it's not in a boat so there we go oh That's, okay yeah it's gonna be a land adventure so there's <laughs> something else for me to be scared about but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um so we um we need to also talk about another influencer which is a mentor a business mentor for Mm -hmm. me and that is um I want to call him sir because how he's not knighted I'm not sure but Mr Jack Canfield um yeah transformational coach Mm -hmm. I think he's the best in the world and um a lot of what I uh, my learnings are from Jack and pretty much my daily routine everything I do think and say has something to do with the success principles of of Jack Canfield. Canfield. It's changed Mm -hmm. my life and I know that what I teach is changing others' lives as well. And the future leaders, things that are coming up that uh, Creating Happy Families is doing, um, is going to change the world. And my dream, and I say my because our dream is different to my dream. I think each individual person has their own purpose. Rob is helping me with my purpose is to create a better world for the children that we're bringing to, to life mm-hmm. now. And um, let's face it, Joe, it's scary. Well, Rob wouldn't like me using that word because he, he doesn't think anything's scary. He thinks it just is. But to me as a mum... Uh, I see children that are fearful. I see parents that are fearful and that's um, we don't want that. We literally want that to be different. We want it to be life to be full of joy and adventure. And And we believe we've got the strategy to do that. 
yeah, yeah. that's right how to deal with whatever is presented that's what yeah. we need to learn rather than yeah. the, the the fight or flight um method and yeah and i'm glad you did bring up jack because i had a note to to mention him and um i think we're all we're all aware and know of jack canfield and his success principles but you're also an accredited canfield trainer yes i am yeah I've so is that you, oh was it yeah i was going to say was that earlier when you went to america on um those speaking that's where i met him and uh that was actually quite a see everything that happens to me just happens quite literally um not often planned but when it happens I'm always in the right place at the right time and then there's a third thing I always take action so I know when I'm in the right place I know that if I feel like I'm in the right place at the right time I know that if I take action it's going to work for me and when I uh, had someone say to me, Lisa, there's this man, Jack Canfield, you need to meet him. You are the Australian version of him. You need to meet him so that you understand what it is you need to do for your future. I said, fine, where is he? And they said, oh, it's about a two-hour fight um, and I've got this book. If you do meet him, and I said, what do you mean if? You said I need to, it's when? And they went, okay, they handed me their book that they wrote and said, when you meet him, could you get him to sign this for me? I said, sure, hand me two so I can keep one for me. So they did. And I got on a flight. I went to San Diego and I met Jack Canfield. I actually went to his course. Yeah. And I sat in the front row and I'm like, whoa, this guy's amazing. Yes, I am just like him. I went to the lunch. I lined up. I had Lisa from Australia on my lapel. And he said, you are so shiny and sparkly. I need to meet you. And I said, well, that's pretty cool because I've been told I need to meet you. Oh, by this person, they want you to sign their book. And he said, where's your book? (laughs) I said, it's coming. And he said, well, when it is, get me to write something on the back. And what do you know, Joe? I know that he did do that for you. Yes. He really did. uh, We can't see it. I can do it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So on the back of Humble Leaders, Jack wrote, a must read if you ever felt like that life just happens to you because life just happened to me that day. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Joe and I co-authored in that book. So, yeah, sure, Jack signed that book for that person. That person rocks up at the end of the show. So they were there anyway. They just didn't want to pay to go to it or anything. And I said to them, thank you so much for launching my new career. And they said, oh, you're not angry at me for making you pay all that money? And I said, no one makes Lisa Fogarty do anything. She makes her own decisions. I'm 100% responsible for my own life. And they went, wow, that sounds amazing. I said, oh, Jack said it earlier, but I'm going to use it from now on. <laughs> and that's how it began. And that's, and that's an, excellent, an excellent story to share and a great achievement. And to see that it's, you know, you do it so well. You do. So congratulations there. Thanks, Jay. We're just going to take a little break and hear from one of the show's sponsors and we'll be back with the listeners very soon. Hey, Glowgetters. Have you heard about Kick-Ass Women? Founded by Joe Sainsbury, Kick-Ass Women is dedicated to empowering and supporting women who are considering a career change into an industry role. 
visit our brand new website at www.kickasswomen.com.au or follow Kickass Women on Facebook and LinkedIn today to keep up to date with all things Kickass Women and the incredible opportunities and content we have for you. See you there, glow getters. Okay, thanks for tuning back in. And we are getting to know Lisa Fogarty of Creating Happy Families. Now, Lisa, I know you've worn many hats throughout your career and your life, and we've just we've been talking about that. But I know that you wear a very significant hat now and one that you're very passionate about, and we've been learning little by little about it. But tell us all about Creating Happy Families, the Parenting Adventure Academy, and what inspired you to create and start this amazing inspirational business and what led you to set out and embark on this journey? Like, how did we come to the point? How did you and Rob come to this point of identifying that it was a family orientated um, business and purpose that you had to pursue? Well, in October last year, round Rob's birthday, just given that away, haven't I? <laughs> we, enlisted a new business coach, Katrina Friel. I'll give her a plug because it's been amazing working with her. We've got a little ways to go. We started talking. She started asking us about what book we would like to write. So following on from writing Humble Leaders, it was actually a little hard, Joe, to write just a chapter. (laughs) I don't know about you, but it was really hard to write Mm. just a chapter. She started into, well, she was interviewing Rob and I and saying, what, what do you really want to write about? Because Rob and I have this phenomenal connection. Um, when people talk about soulmates, we actually have a story that goes back to my birth. And uh, we really wanted to enlist a business coach that could help us get that story out so that we could help other people in their lives understand significant moments and how that could help you understand your purpose in life and realign you to living in the moment because we've been stranded on an island during COVID. I know, wow, wow, I feel sorry for me not. However, it's really hard when you're so used to travelling around the world and being part of a village and, and getting your energy from giving to people to being stranded on an island we really wanted to get our message out exponentially and when she interviewed us every time we spoke collectively we spoke about family and connecting people and our stories really inspired her and she said you guys have got a business here do you realize that do you realize every time you speak you speak so passionately about how every time you go into a business with Performance Circle and talking with these C-level executives all the way through to frontline people, they talk to you about the link between work-life balance. And then you collectively talk about how you bring people outside of their normal comfort zone into what you like to call outside a normal zone and put them into areas where you stretch them beyond the fear to realize life is worth living it's actually a business you're living your dream 
it's time to share that with the world. So we went, sure, why not? Because we'll just do whatever needs to be done to make sure that we live our dream. So that's how it came about. Yeah, excellent. So tell us what um, what services do you provide? What's, what's part of the program, the Creating Happy Families program? Well, the program is really quite extensive. I wish I had my whole list in front of me right now. That would be super cool. But let's see how much of it I can remember. I could probably grab a business card. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole program, right, we do workshops. We do amazing workshops where the whole family can be involved. Now, let's have a look at what a family is, Joe. A family is literally anyone that can influence everyone. So a family could be, um, it could be an auntie, an uncle, a friend, the nana, the pop, the, basically it's literally, oh, children, maybe it's the dog. Bring your dog, bring your cat, doesn't matter. A family is anybody that you wish to communicate with on a level where there's love and joy and excitement. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're disconnected or dysfunctional and you're not getting what you want, but you want more. So a family is anyone. So our workshops are inclusive. So we talk about how are you communicating? How are you thinking? How are you experiencing your family connection? We do four hours, full days, three days. So we actually build them bespokely depending on what it is that you need. They need, yep. We do um, fabulous one-to-one, like I said, mentioned around the table. So we do family coaching sessions and we literally build what it is to the budget that the family has as well. And I think that's fabulous. We have families at the moment that where we started with the mum. So the mum had personal coaching sessions with me. And then obviously as we start talking, they say, I'd really love you to talk with my husband. I don't think he's understanding the work that I'm doing with you because I go home and try and put it into practice. And he's like, why have we got frogs on the fridge? (laughs) I might need to explain that a little bit more. But um, she's trying to say, these are things that I want to do, but these are the things I have to do. And I'm trying to jump the frog from here to here. And the kids are going, no, I don't want you to do that just now. But they're what I need to do. And she's trying to explain frogs. And I'm like, okay, let's do a family meeting. Let's do a family huddle, just like in business, Joe. I'm sure you've done all this sort of yeah, thing in business. Yeah, a bit of a brainstorming session. Yeah, so we go, all right, bring Mary Poppins to the house. <laughs> so Lisa pops into the house and we make it an activity and we have some fun at home. And then all of a sudden the one-to-one session with the mum is everything's harmony at home right now. Thank you so much. Right, strategy, what's next? we have what's called a win session, what's important now. So we move past and we go 10 minutes, you can call me anytime. Lisa, this is happening right now, I'm losing my shit. I can say that because you did a warning at the start. Yeah, I did. (laughs) I did hear that. Um, I wouldn't normally do that when the kids are around. Okay, so maybe control myself. I'm really losing it. My daughter's not helping. This happened the other day. My daughter's not helping me. I've got my 15-year-old. She's in her bedroom. She's not helping me. But my youngest daughter's really helping me. I don't know what to do. 
well, why don't you go talk to your eldest daughter and reward your young daughter and give her all the time in the world? Do you think that'll work? Why don't you try it and come back to me and let me know? Oh, thanks, Lise. Ten minutes later, that worked. Really love it. No problem. Mary Poppins, in, out. <laughs> Can you see what I mean? Imagine tapping someone. Yeah, to, just to install that, that idea and get them to action it. Well, we're running out of time, Lisa. We're going to have to get you back on the show to um, continue this conversation. Is there anything else um, you'd like to share with us quickly and any offers at all for the listeners? (laughs) I think the most important thing for the listeners to do would be to jump on the website, have a scout around. There's so much in there, a little bit like me, (laughs) a mixed bag, and just click on Discovery Call. I can ask lots of questions, you can give me some information and then we can really let you know what's available. That's probably the best thing to do. And it sounds wonderful. And I know that, as I said, your your passion's very infectious and that's what people will get out of your out of their experience with you and Rob. Everyone, um, thank you, Lisa, for a great conversation and just enlightening us on how we're we need to have better communication and um, create our happy families. It's been a great conversation and one that we need to continue. We will continue. We'll come back. We'll, we'll um, tune back in in another couple of weeks and we'll continue the conversation. We'll put your links up in the show notes um, on the episode uh, notes as well. So for anyone wanting to reach out to Lisa, you can go to uh, Lisa's and Rob's website creatinghappyfamilies.com.au is that it that's it yes it is okay and we look forward to catching up with you again very soon to continue the conversation we wish you all the best with your um with the business creating happy families and i didn't get to talk about bulk i wanted to talk about bulk but we'll come back to talk about that you have to have me back because i also want to share the affirmation cards which the kids have so much fun with, fun with we've got a yeah. family journal we've got so much more joe we started late so i thought we had a few more minutes minutes oh we've, we've gone through that time so but as i said we will catch up thanks again lisa and um listeners i do hope you enjoyed our show and our guest today a very big special thank you to lisa fogarty for sharing so much of this beautiful story and insight with us i hope you've all found the conversation inspiring and it gives you something to ponder and action over the weekend lisa's number one driving force is significance and i think you can see that by her personality and her passion and here's something to remember next time you're feeling stressed out frustrated or depressed parents are people We are not machines running on autopilot, expected to say and do everything perfectly and please everyone, especially tiny people with big tempers. Parenting is hard and maybe the hardest thing we will ever do in our lives, especially during the times where we've been um, experiencing over the last 18 months, two years. But when emotions are flying high and you're feeling like you're the one needing a timeout, try reaching out to Lisa and Rob and going on a journey of discovery and how to be a happier parent, and how to create that happier family. As always, I appreciate you guys giving me your time to listen to the radio show. You can find more information on this episode and Lisa and Creating Happy Families in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week and reach out and follow me on my kick-ass social media pages and be sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes. Well, that's it, folks. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. 
keep in touch, POSCOMS, and I'll see you next week. Go on, get your glow on. Become a glow getter. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Kick-Ass Radio, where we kick goals and deliver empowering conversations for women. Want to hear more from Kick-Ass Women and Joe Sainsbury? Visit the Kick-Ass Women website or follow Kick-Ass Women on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. See you on the next episode of Kick-Ass Radio.